Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, my Chicana and Latino moms. ¿Cómo están? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thank you so much for clicking here. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I am the host and creator of Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. <laughs> um, I want to share something with you that I have a TikTok account, and my whole purpose there is to share mental health, but more in a in a way that I have never heard of it, and um, I and I thought, you know, might as well share with people like my thoughts and and how I perceive a lot of how I've seen my family and other families around me. And I posted a video talking about how our grandmothers. Um, were forced to marry the men who they did not love. Our grandmothers, um, many of them, of the stories I've read so far, are age 10, 11, up to 16, 17, 18. And they were forced. They were stolen. Isn't that crazy? And I think many of you can relate. Um, I know my grandmother... Um, had a boyfriend and she was very in love with him and my grandfather pretty much forced her to be with him in a way in a relationship at 16 years old to me I think did you even love her I know for sure he didn't take care of her and didn't take care of his own kids unfortunately in the way that he needed to um, and I'm not judging my father. I mean, I'm sorry, my grandfather, because I think he went through a lot of things as well to think that was okay. He was probably abused. There was domestic violence and many people have a difficult time talking about this, right? Of like, it's embarrassing to share, but we have to know our story. You know, how did your grandparents get together? Was it out of fear and control? Was it out of, um, you know, a forced relationship? There was a story of someone um, that actually, I think it was their, yeah, their grandmother at the age of like 12, estaban lavando la ropa en el río, en el rancho. And this man the grandfather, decided, me la voy a llevar. Y se la llevo. Se la llevo. And she never saw her family. 
She never saw her family for many years. But isn't that interesting, you guys, how that happens? I mean, that is generational trauma. You know, I think as mothers, as women, I should say, I can't imagine our great-grandmothers or grandmothers um, having sex with a man who you do not love. It's so sad. And then having 12 kids, 14 kids. There was a story of someone that said they had 20 kids. And I can share with you in regards to my maternal grandmother. Um, I don't... I grew up not hearing her say like she loved my grandfather. But I can honestly tell you that I did see her love all of her kids. She did not love her partner, but she loved her kids. And I think the love of a mother is always there regardless, right? Um, I know every mother is different. There's mothers that are not meant to be mothers because they just abuse their children. But I'm talking about those mothers that actually do make the time to um, care for their kids, care for themselves. And yes, no one is perfect. No one is perfect. But it's just interesting how all of these stories that I've come across on TikTok and, and just heard how, I mean, not heard, read, how devastating it was. And let's talk about that. So... I'm thinking and I'm processing of how I want to share this with you, but I think that a lot of these generational traumas coming from that example of how our grandmothers or great grandmothers were stolen from El Rancho, right? Oh, by the way, let me tell you the story. Um, someone shared with me that their mother, their grandfather knew that they were coming around like vaqueros were coming around in the middle of the night, just stealing young girls. So um, this person shared with me that his grandfather dressed his daughter as a boy in the middle of the night and pretty much had her go live in the city with, an, with a cousin. And it was very sad because they couldn't have their daughter live with them in El Rancho because iban a venir los rancheros, o los vaqueros, diré, um, se le van a robar. Isn't that crazy? That's, it's, oh my God, that's like human trafficking. I mean, there are stories as well. I mean, there's so many stories and it's crazy how there was a mother who sold, who sold her own 10-year-old daughter to a 40, close to a 40-year-old man. Wow. It's so sad. It is so sad. So the way, you know, those women um, were forced to be in a relationship. I mean, think about how this pattern goes. There's a woman or little girl who is forced to marry or be with this person, this man, intimate with intimacy, right? Having sex, not wanting it, but they have... They feel like they have no choice because where are they going to go? They have no money. 
um, and maybe they're far away from their family. And so they live their, their life having kids, right? Not ever wanting to be in that position, but it happens. And then those kids become our parents. And then they grow up seeing domestic violence, a lot of silent love, no support financially from that man. And having the mother and the children struggle, and sometimes there's child abuse because the mother is overwhelmed with so many kids, and all of those kids' needs, emotions, and thoughts are not being taken in consideration because her needs and thoughts and emotions weren't taken in consideration. So then all of those kids grow up with all of these, you know, neglectful um, environment, right? And then those kids have kids, which is us. And what do we see? We see, we see a lot of that trauma as well. Sometimes they don't, they have so much anger towards their mother or father because of the environment they grew up with. So did we ever see a commitment of love, connection, respect for us to be able to say, oh, that's what it is. And if we didn't, we have a difficult time sometimes in relationships as adults with our own partners because of the story of our grandmothers and grandfathers. There's a lot of patterns, you guys, that that happen in our lives. And there's many things that we can do to heal. But the first thing that I would highly recommend is to know your roots. Know the story of the traumas of your life. How was your great-grandmother or your grandmother? Um, how did their relationship start with your grandfather or your great-grandfather, I should say? And if possible, right? Um, sometimes I think they don't want to talk about it. I remember sitting down with my grandfather and I was asking him a question because I really wanted to know, right? I didn't know all this. I just sat down thinking like, this is a love story. I want to hear it all. I'm asking him questions. ¿Dónde la conoció? En la escuela. Okay. Um, but then I think, I don't even know if they actually met in school or not. But um, I said, okay. ¿Y a, y a, qué, hora, a qué edad se casaron? Right? And he, he wouldn't answer the question. He wouldn't answer the question. I thought it was very interesting. And then my aunt said, oh, she was 16. I looked at her like, are you kidding me? My grandmother was 16 years old. So she, start, she started having kids at 16. I was like, wow. My grandfather, I think, had a lot of shame to share the truth of the story. Um, but, you know, that's another, another thing, right? When it comes to the grandfathers, what it, they grew up seeing, thinking that being macho and machista, right, is, was the right thing to do. But I just, my heart breaks for my grandmothers or my grandmother. I don't know the story of my paternal grandmother, but my maternal grandmother definitely, it, it breaks my heart to know that she was with the man who she did not love and a man who did not respect her. 
and just kind of left her alone with all these kids for her to figure it out. 12 or 13, I think. Um, I lost count, but, um, and then you guys, and then we talk about the relationships of how, you know, the relationships with our fathers and our mothers. I've shared before that I've had a lot of healing to do when it came to my mother. She's very, um, strong-minded. Um, I've never really felt like heard from her even now as an adult it's changed don't get me wrong but her way of being has a lot to do because of what she grew up seeing and how my grandfather was very verbally abusive towards her I mean you're not in a relationship that someone loves you and do you expect respect when you don't give it it's just it's crazy right so that did affect me in my personal life and I think many of you can also relate of the things you grew up seeing and hearing, right? And feeling growing up um, with your kids. I mean, I'm sorry, with your parents to now where it has affected um, our parenting at times. Um, you know, this is where we have to check ourselves and be like, whoa, hold on a second. Am I imitating here what I've been seeing all these years in my life? I need to change it up. We need to repair. We need to heal. We are capable. Now we're adults. Now we are capable of healing, but you guys, and this is like an episode to talk about how generational traumas, right? Cuando se robaron a nuestras abuelitas, so they forced them to be in a relationship that did they did not want to be. All of these things come together, and it's still connected to a lot of these um, traumas and a lot of this anxiety and depression that kicks in in our lives sometimes, and. Um, it's all connected. It is all connected. Whatever our great-grandmother felt when she was pregnant, um, you know, all of, uh, how can I say it? All of what she felt was given to the baby. And then, you know, it just kind of spiraled from there, just kept going like a domino effect. So when you do a lot of the healing, um, I think if we were to have some sort of journal or just some proof of what they went through, it would have been great, right? But sometimes we don't have it. And we don't always just have to wait um, for an apology from that one person. If it's your mother, father, grandfather, grandma, whoever, right? You don't have to wait for an apology to heal. You don't. I take moments of silence and and I thank my grandmothers and I thank them for their resilience. I highly encourage you to do so if at some point you have never done that. You're representing them. We are representing our grandmothers. We are the voice they did not have. So when you heal, they heal. It's just very beautiful. It give me the chills just to even think of that and say that. This generational trauma is real. And many people still think, like, how is it that my great-grandmother, for who knows how long, has, is affecting me right now? It is possible. And it, and it is. 
Look at the patterns of the unhealthy relationships you have in your life. Look at how you speak to yourself. Look maybe at how you treat your partner, of how you treat your children, of how you um, just overall your lifestyle. If it is not a good space that you like, it's because you're part of creating it. You have the right to change it, but it is up to you only when you are ready. So let's honor our grandmothers, our abuelitas. And let's take that moment right now just to have this like silence. They live in us. We represent the strong women who we call abuelitas o bisabuelas. Y en su honor vivimos. En su honor luchamos. Y en su honor sanaremos. I'll leave you with this. Take care of your being. It is only your responsibility. It is your right. As you will also be helping your children heal. And not hand over that generational trauma. it ends here. Thank you. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in at Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore and Latina Moms Podcast. Have a blessed day and don't forget to leave your review. Adios.